once again, welcome to another show of the Real Estate Guru uh, podcast. Uh, my name is Josh Perez. Uh, this is uh, Mario's show. Um, today, we've got a, a special guest that's um, a fresh off Dubai trip, fresh from Atlanta, a uh, guy that's making a lot of moves out in the, uh, in the social world right now. Uh, Mario, you want to introduce our guest today? Man, this is uh, this is Zoda Goat. He got uh, forty eight Airbnbs. He has uh, he has rental properties. He has Toro, and he has um, clothing stores, right? Yeah, clothing stores, and also help with credit too as well. And he has a credit, right? So, uh, where, where you want to start from the beginning, like when you're selling candy, or like how you want to start it? We can start it from there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Man, shoot. Um, so. <laughs> So I think it's first, first, uh, you know, tell the folks where, where, you know, where they find you at, you know, what's your uh, Instagram handle and, uh, and then dip right into everything you're doing. I mean, you're making a lot of moves. Yeah. So you, you can find me on Facebook, um, at Alfonso Dreer or Mrs. Oda Goat. Um, also I'm, I'm really, really heavy on Instagram. Um, you know, posting, you know, about 20 times a day, um, on my stories. So you definitely can find me on Instagram at Mrs. Oda Goat, um, too, as well, for sure. Awesome, awesome. So, we also have your uh, your son with us. Right. Uh, we just we just sat down two seconds ago. Introduced the, the young man. Um, introduce yourself. What's good, Ben? My name is Lil Zoe the Goat, and I'm here to support my dad at any cost. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. Yeah. Learning a lot along Learning the way, a aren't lot, you? Man, that's what's up, man. Good. Well, man, Zo, tell tell us where where uh, where you came up out of nowhere from. I mean, I've always been grinding. Like like I've been grinding at you know since I was. You know, in school, always trying to, you know, make a dollar, you know, yep. always trying to be independent. Um, you know, I lost my dad at the age of eight years old. Yep. You know, so my mom was raising five kids on her own, you know. you know, So I really had to step up and be a man at an early age. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, selling candy in school, middle school, high school, selling candy, selling sodas, cutting grass around the neighborhood, anything just to get a, a dollar. And um, and I just always I just always took that hustle, and I believe that. Honestly, I, I really got that from my parents. I'm not gonna say like it was just uh, a something that came down and hey, I'm a, I, you know I'm a hustler now. Or I, I know how to make money now, uh, a grinder. You know, I really believe I got that from my mom and my and my and my, um, and my dad. I just took it and really, really took it to another level. Um, so like even when I was selling candy, when I was able to get a real job, you know, quote unquote, you had to be 16 and work at McDonald's. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I put on the application that I was, um, I was 15 at the time, but I put on the application I was 16 mm -hmm. just to get that just job, just to get a legitimate yeah. job instead of just yeah. only depending on selling candy in school. Do you think some of those attributes that as you go around, you start, you know, you, you've been on some some decent podcasts, uh, you start meeting other entrepreneurs, people that uh, own companies, run businesses or uh, teach, you know, like, like what you're doing right now. Do you think some of those attributes that entrepreneurs have are innate or are they learned? Is it something you saw somewhere that you said, that's what I want to do, or that's the the approach I take? Or do you think it's something that comes from within? Like it's innate, which means it's not taught. It's something that's inside you without anybody teaching it to you. I think it's a combination of both. You know, you know, you definitely got to, you want, you know, want to be better to do better at first, but also your environment does dictate, you know, your success and who you become, you know, who you surround yourself with. You know, for example, like, you know, I always thought, you know, coming up $100,000 a year was cool mm -hmm. until I ran inside guys that was making 100000 a month. And then I started making, running to other type of guys who's making 100000 a day. You know, so it does, your environment does, yep. you know, set the tone of, 
who you yep. can become because now you see it and it's and it's actually you know accessible and reachable. I agree. I agree. So right now you're uh, you're making a big wave of teaching people how to establish an Airbnb business. And uh, so describe that a little bit to the people who are maybe listening to Mario's audience that may not know anything about it. Mm -hmm. So um, I actually teach not only Airbnb, but just teach on how to, you know, have passive income because that's one thing I I noticed that uh, a lot of people that look like me is missing. Mm -hmm. We wasn't taught to have wealth. Like we taught to go to work, go to job, um, start a business, but not really having a business that's working for you, even if you're not there, you know? So with the passive income, some cities you can't do Airbnb because restrictions or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I teach on how you still can um, obtain a unit, a theme unit, and you still can rent it out on other sites like Peer Space. Peer Space, yeah. And you know still be able to charge one hundred fifty dollars, two hundred dollars an hour, and you still make five hundred, six hundred dollars an hour. And you're not even there physically yep. Yep. To, to make that money. You know. Yep, yep. I totally agree. Um, T- tell us the pros and cons on Airbnb, like like all the pros and all the cons. The pros is. Um, Definitely passive income. So that's definitely the pros. But let me get to the cons first because a lot of people like to, you know, they you know they want to talk about the good. But I, I like to talk about the bad, too, because mm-hmm. this really makes you or break you in any game, you know, when you can um, really mm-hmm. lay down the bad. The bad thing about it is is that um, a lot of people is not educated. So if you're not educated, they can go get a unit or go stay in a neighborhood, even if you own the property. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that own a property, then they turn around and try to do Airbnb, then that HOA or that community say, hey, we don't want that here, and now you got to stop, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, that's that's that, that's a big con. And then also, if you don't own the unit, and if you leasing it, what they call, you know, ar- ar- arbitraging, yeah. of course. Um, I really don't use that word a lot because some yeah. people don't know what it is, so I always <laughs> just say leasing it. So anybody can really understand it. But um, the thing about it is when you don't, when you don't own it, um, you can have a, a a property manager comes in or a new owner comes in and say, "Hey, we don't want Airbnb over here." Mm-hmm. But the but the good thing about that con is, more, if you don't own it, most of your money is tied aside the inside of the mm-hmm. home, the furniture, furniture, uh, yeah, um, sofa, the couch, the bar mm-hmm. stools. So only thing you got to do is move to another unit, and you you yep. still in business. Not like your whole business yep. is shut down yep. and burned that, down. That's a know? concept that I didn't I didn't think about is that you you still own the furnishings, you know. So that's an investment that you can move around to, right. to something else. Um, I personally own a, a, a couple of Airbnbs and nice, nice. Uh, I just stumbled on it. And uh, like it started out really with the podcast. I've been a student of real estate my entire life. Before I started my business, I was uh, uh, buying and flipping and then my business started growing up. So, you know, I had to obviously direct attention to that. And then we started this podcast talking about real estate and mm. teaching people, stocks. you know, the basic stuff, stocks, yeah. real estate, basic, basic things. And I said, man, I'm talking about it. Let's be about it. Mm, so right. I started just buying properties and holding them. Mm. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, the, the, the Airbnb thing, it started, you know, it's, it, it's scaling, it's growing. So oh, I started, nice. I started it and how you I'm, like it? I'm never going to stop, you know, how you, how you like it so far? It's tripling regular market rent. Right. And, of course. and so for, for me, that's better than holding a property that, that I already have equity in. And so if I were to just regular rent it out, I feel like the next two years, when that tenant moves out, there's repairs that got to be done. You know, everybody knows this when you're a landlord. Mm-hmm. You got to go in there every single time. But now I got a tenant that comes in there for four days. They're going to give me $1,000 for four days. And then the late clean lady goes in there. She cleans it up. It looks like a million bucks every four days. Right. And, you know, the the cash flow that comes from that, to me, that's a business in itself. And, uh, you know, so 
I thought that was a perfect way to make passive income. Right. Like you say, I'm sleeping at night. I'm sitting in my media room <laughs> looking at Instagram and, uh, you know, I got people checking in. So right. I think that's great. I, do you plan on staging it like 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 he like the way Zoe's doing it with like like Chanel, Versace, stuff like that? So, man, Zoe dropped a few gems on a podcast that I saw and I literally stopped it. Appreciate I paused it. it and I said I, I yelled at my wife. I said, hey, come here, listen to this. I was like, check this out. And the and let me tell you where it makes sense is that when I look at the outside cameras, like the, you know, of course you can't have any cameras inside your Airbnb, but the outside cameras for security purposes, right. let me tell you something I see every single trip. They stop and they find a wall and they take pictures. Wow. Because they're on vacation. They're here, they're here, you know, enjoying themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I said to my wife, I said, why don't we just make a wall where it says welcome to H Town, you know? This that's what they want. Give the people what they want. Right. I, I, I tell everybody I'm I'm excellent at putting a product to market, any product. So you see what people want, give it to them. Yeah. And when you when you said that, I was like, it was like ding ding ding. This is it right here. Because you're giving them what they want, people will pay extra for yeah, what they want. Pay for it. That's right. We uh, we was riding with him last night, and um, I've been telling my wife about Airbnb. I'm like, hey, Airbnb, Airbnb, mm -hmm. and then. When he started talking about it, then she start, then she like hopped on and she started Googling and then she saw how he was doing like the Tiffany background and he was doing a Chanel background and then the Versace and then she got excited. Yep. So now she's like really, really looking right now. She she just got a realtor license. So but Houston is pretty cool with, with Airbnb. You could rent like a really nice spot and and put it on Airbnb and they cool just cause you know, you paying on time and, you know, the yeah, whole thing. There's, there's plenty of strategies. I mean, you you touched on Peer Space uh, just a bit. I mean, there's there's guys I know out there that are making a killing on Peer Space. Right. You know, and it's, you take a space that typically, for the most part, like right now, we know because of COVID, uh, you know, businesses in general, brick and mortar places are, are out. And so now, you know, there's opportunity. Anytime there's a depression or anything, there's always opportunity. So, um, you know, you know, guys, the guys are out there in Peer Space, uh, Airbnb, um, all of those things right now are are definitely ways. Yeah, and the thing about it is, it's just solving problems. Like you know, the, the what I'm teaching my students now is to set your Airbnb up to be the peer space. Mm -hmm. So you you know, if a photographer, or a videographer is looking at your unit, you already got tripods and you got the lights, you got a backdrop. So. Mm -hmm. They was like one stop shop for every single thing, you know. That's right. So That's right. Order those things from Amazon probably cost you a few hundred dollars, but that investment gonna make you probably a couple hundred thousand. Yep. You know, that 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 year. I saw, you know, I, it's always there's always proof in the pudding, right? So I saw, I have another buddy that uh, is in the rental space of uh, like high end automobiles and 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 of course Airbnbs, and um, about maybe a year ago or two, it could have been a year and a half ago, uh, a Houston rapper. Rented the house just to shoot a video in it. And so that goes, you know, that, that falls into the peer space categories. Did he rent it on Airbnb? He could have rented on peer space. We don't know what he rented it on, but you created an environment that people want to be there to, you know, have the look and the feel of luxury and it sells. Right. So, you know, as a, as also an Airbnb um, customer myself, cause I refuse to stay in a hotel at this point, but um, that's just personal experience. Right. Uh, unless it's, you know, five-star hotel that's, you know, I'm there for a vacation. If I'm traveling for work, I'm in an Airbnb because I want my space. I don't want right, to be, privacy, you know, yeah, yeah, privacy. And, um, I, you know, I see good Airbnbs. I've seen bad Airbnbs. And so that's, part, I guess, kind of like what your course teaches to the masses, how to put that product to the market. Right, right, of course. And I like how to, how, to, how to have it automated so it runs no matter if you there or not. It's still cash flowing. 
Mm-hmm. How many people like how many people you got on your team running the Airbnb? We have seven people, honestly, like seven people, but that's not including the cleaners. Okay. But just seven, you know, back office people that people never really see. As I'm not including the cleaners and the, the, the maintenance guys. Yeah, the behind the scenes that's making sure that anything need to be ordered, that everything need to be reported to the maintenance guys or cleaners or need to be in a resolution center. If anything get breaking or broken, I mean. Um, so like say say somebody start out with the first Airbnb, what what do they need? Like like they need a cleaning company, like they just need like one cleaner, like like what what do you recommend? They they really need somebody, honestly, the first <clears throat> thing they need is somebody that can run that Airbnb. So if they don't have the time, they need to hire someone who has that time. It's like a, so, ma- a management company. A management company, or some people are like, you know, would go with a independent, uh, independent man- management company or a VA, which is a virtual assistant. Um, I don't, I don't really use too many VAs for my Airbnb business. I actually got like actual people. Mm-hmm. It's just a personal thing, or as a business thing, because mm-hmm. I still, um, you know, I rather. Money back in the economy. Yeah, you want to. You know, I got to pay them more. You want to pay people that you know. Yeah, pay yeah, people I know. Yeah. Right, keep put, the money in the put, economy. Yeah, like, put, I feel like I know these people. Like, yeah. build a relationship. Put your people so. on. I mean, right, you, of course, you're creating jobs. Yeah, so I sacrifice the dollar, but at the same time, I have a loyalty. They loyal to me, and yep. you know, even my first employee. You know, when I started my first business at 16, I'm not 16, but 16 years ago when I was 19, mm-hmm. my first employee. I still, still, still my employee right now. You know, awesome. So, awesome. So. You gotta have a little bit of bad experience, Airbnb. What's the worst you've seen? The worst, the worst. <laughs> wow, the worst <laughs> is probably when I first got an Airbnb, the third year, second or third year, and I and I and I was scaling up my business, mm-hmm. and I ran inside a unit that wasn't Airbnb friendly. Before I really knew what Airbnb friendly was mm-hmm. and what not to look, what to look for, and what to stay away from. Yep, um, that was like a bad experience, but it wasn't. It wasn't nothing too crazy, like you know. It's a, a teachable moment. Learning, yeah, teachable moment. Yeah, I was able to get. Yeah. Out, I was able to get out of my lease. Um, I didn't get evicted. Cool. You know, they send me. A, they send me a letter saying, "Hey, we see that you you still not following the guidelines. You still have Airbnb <laughs> up. Oh, you know, you're listing up. We still see it. You need to be out in seven days. Yep. But I knew. I knew honestly, if they evicted me, it would have took them at least about thirty days or more to evict me. So I, yep. I counted. I counted um, with them and said, "Hey." I don't mind leaving. I know y'all don't want me here. I never admitted that I did Airbnb because I never course, put my, yeah, my name and yeah. face on my profile, guys. Yep. <laughs> so, so I, I never admit that I did it. But I told them like, hey, you, you know, y'all know y'all don't want me here. Um, I can just find somewhere. Just give me thirty days, and I can leave as long as I get my deposit back, and I don't have to paint anything back or or, put, or fist the holes in the wall. They said, mm-hmm. okay, cool. You don't have to worry about painting anything. And then I was able to <laughs> just you know, leave, leave yeah. right, and get my deposit back. That's that could have been a win-win situation for both sides. You know, they 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 didn't want you in there doing business like that. Right. And uh, at the same time, they didn't want to go through the legal process yeah. to evict you, cost which cost them money. Them money. Exactly. Right. And, and and they actually, one of the leasing agents stayed, stayed. I didn't know when I moved in, she told me she got the same view as me. She was like, oh, this is a nice apartment. You're going to love this view. Mm-hmm. Oh, matter of fact, me, you got the view similar. I got a view similar to yours. So like, she's like, I stay here. I said, mm-hmm. okay, cool. So when I was moving in my first day, she was my neighbor. Mm. I didn't know she was my neighbor until mm. I was moving in. I was like, "Wow!" <laughs> I would have picked. A, I would have picked a whole different view over here. But <laughs> 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 well, that's not bad. That's, I mean, that's not bad. Yeah. So, uh, you go through all the uh, in your course. I haven't had a chance to take a look at it personally, but I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pay for the course just to just to uh, support. You thank you, everybody. You um, but uh, of course, you teach the students. You know <clears throat> where to go. You basically learn from your mistakes. Right. And show you the way how to, how to do it. Right, of course. Has anybody trashed uh, your Airbnbs? Yeah, like, of course. But it, it's not like, 
It wasn't like that bad. It wasn't like no TVs messed up or nothing. I had TVs messed up before. I had TVs messed up. I had couch messed up. Somebody must have had like a pool party because my couch was like soaking wet. TVs, two TVs was damaged. Um, but I got paid out for Airbnb for like a like nice. seventy like seventy five hundred dollars. So Airbnb nice. pays you, or, pay you. Or, or the person pays you? The Airbnb would pay you. Oh, and wow. Airbnb would take care of the person. So that's one thing I like about Airbnb. You never have to worry about somebody mm-hmm. doing a charge back or somebody's mm-hmm. coming yep. back breaking something. And you're not getting compensated. Like you never had to deal with none of those. With your uh, with your regular with your regular rentals, have you have you had like Section Eight or anything like that? No, I don't do Section Eight. Never. No, I never did Section Eight. Okay. I got I got people that, that I got. Um, like family members and and friends that do Section Eight, but that's their thing. They they only do Section Eight. You know, mm-hmm. I, I never never did. Yeah, I never did. You heard like bad stories, or you just not chose, bad chose like, not to. It's just like when I got in the rental game, um, <laughs> always knew okay, this is where I want to be at. Like I want to deal with this. So you um, so you want to deal with more of the high end type, not, not necessarily not high necessarily. end, but more of a middle class, like like, more like of suburbs. A, yeah, more of suburbs. Okay, that's yeah, cool. Like 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 one of my tenants was like the teacher of the year. At, at one of the number one schools, we like you know, so I dealt with you know a lot of people who had careers, but mm-hmm. you know, wasn't too high class. Just you know, okay, like somewhere in the middle. In the middle, yeah. That's cool. That work. I'm trying to get more. I'm kind of in the hood a little bit, right? So I'm trying to get more in the suburbs, but but I think the hood is good though. I mean, yeah. you got, but I feel like whatever you do, like start off and start doing that. If you're gonna do Section Eight of the hood, stick to yeah. Where where I'm at, they're they're really gentrifying the. Like it's like every other house is like a brand new neighborhood. So right. so it's 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 it like tripled almost. Right. A couple of the houses. So um I like where I'm at, but sometimes the tenants just don't care. But all my tenants right now, they're good though. Like, so like where you at? Are you close like by downtown or I'm like I'm how, how many minutes from downtown? Are you I'm at? like uh about ten. 10, ten minutes. Like, away. like twenty yeah. like fifteen. That's the same thing like yeah. Atlanta. Like, you know, you go to the west end mm-hmm. and it's like it's not the nicest neighborhood at all, mm-hmm. you know. Tyler Perry Studio, everything around there, but you still can get a property that's still close by the city. It's like, yeah, it's like really, really close to Reliant, like South Park Sunnyside. Right. I'll take. I mean, I'll drive by over there with you. Right. I, I got a. I got a house I'm working on right now. I'll. I'll take you by. I got you. Uh, you, you'll be safe. <laughs> nah, cool. no, I'm good. I, I love the hood. Okay. Yeah, take yep. me out. I love the hood. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. It's an it's an exciting time in Houston because well, a lot of places, not just Houston, but the market, uh, the housing market, the real estate market is just continually going up and up and up. Right. I saw a post a couple of days ago where somebody said there was X number of people coming into Houston and X number of per day, X number of houses available for rent. X number of people coming into Houston every single day, and that number was nowhere near each other. Wow. So that just leaves room for right. market opportunity. Of course. So, um, and of course, you know, everybody's starting to move around now, do a little bit more traveling uh, after 2020. So I think the, 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 it's, the market's ripe for pickings. You know, anybody, anybody out there, anyone out there who is looking for another stream of income has a way. There is enough knowledge on the Internet instagram specific right to teach you anything you need to know and put you in the right connection with those people that you need to be following the youtube youtube universe yep so um i only think it's it's smart to touch a little bit on the topic of you you bringing your son with you i commend you for it uh i i tote my seven-year-old around everywhere we go i just saw a little commercial earlier today uh with my company and he was right there with us learning watching everything saying a couple words of the camera. So um, talk about the importance and, and the reason why you, you bring your son with you everywhere you go. 
Yeah, because um, the main reason is like, you know, I grew up without my father. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's very important that, you know, I at least have uh, my son growing up under, up under me because mm-hmm. I know how easy it is for a young black man to, mm-hmm. you know, get miscarried in mm-hmm. to the world. Yep. You know, because if you're not teaching him who somebody's going to teach him something, he's going to learn from something, you know. That's right. Yeah, that's but, right. But, you know, so. And, and for you, young man, I can't stress the importance of you understanding that you have your dad with you. Because uh, I'm in a similar situation. I didn't have my real father growing up with me, nor the guidance that I wanted or needed at the time. So essentially, I'm this far behind where you're going to be. So at your age, if you got guys that are going to be, you know, six, seven, ten years behind you. What you're learning now is going to put you ten years in front of your, your peers, the people that are your age. So, man, just soak it up, man. So I'm going to tell you, soak it up, soak it up. So how was InvestFest? It was wonderful. It was it was great, amazing, um, excellent, loving. It was it was everything. <laughs> who'd you who'd you? Is there anybody where you was like, oh, let, oh, that song? So you like kind of got excited? Anybody? Nah, really. It was a lot of people. I, honestly, I didn't even know that was still. Everybody did their thing. Oh, for a lot of names I was first introduced to. That was like, wow, everybody really. They really did great picking out. You know who to put on that stage, I believe. You know, yeah, I like I like Ryan Leslie's story. Yeah, he's talking about the, the Apple and his mentor was like, "Now nah, you need to keep this money in Apple, or I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you alone." Right. And then he was like, "Now nah, it's worth 17 million. Right. I just go to show you how stocks can you know catapult up if you just buy and hold. Yeah. And it also show you the big things like just discipline. You know, just showing you, and then, and then have that accountability partner. You know, because I. I feel like we we get the information and we get the knowledge, but we don't have nobody to keep us yeah. uh, to pushing us to you know like how he had that how he had his own mentor that told him like hey, if you sell it I ain't gonna I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna no deal more. with you no more yeah, of course yeah, you know yeah. awesome I I really appreciate the the that culture uh you know the, like the guys that put that on InvestFest there's a a couple things uh, you were a part of um, uh, Shans's event that he had for people that were on his podcast right. Um, I think that is extremely important. I wish there was probably a little bit more of it done here in the Houston area where people got together that were like-minded, that were, you know, in real estate, uh, in in all sorts of different types of businesses because mm-hmm. we're living in an age right now that we've probably never seen before. I'm, I'm, I'm only 39 years old. I'm not sure. Mario's about the same age as me, but we're, we're living in a time right now when um, the sky's the limit for any type of person, uh, and especially minorities. Right. Yeah, I, I, I believe so, too, as well. And a lot of times it, it only takes that one individual to, to put everybody together. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to my um, like my good friend, like, Nehemiah Davis. He was the one that when he moved down to Atlanta a little bit over a year ago that really put all I'm the about, entrepreneurs together. You talking about Neo? Together. You talking about yeah, Neo? Yeah. So he put all the entrepreneurs together. Like, like he would set up events, like bowling, or uh, uh, we, going to the, we going to the paintball. Like, he would just call all, all the entrepreneurs, like, hey, yeah. you want to go paintball later? Pull up, pull so, up so, he, mm-hmm. so he's like the original member in Circle of CEOs. I don't know if he's the original. I know he's 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 one of the members, one of the founders, right? But but he's a, a great networker, and he really can't move to Atlanta and put everybody, all the entrepreneurs together, and you know it made. Ha, have stronger. you have you been there when they uh when they all go out to eat and they put their cars in? Have yeah, you, of course. You been I there? Love that game. Have you have you had they had they. That, have I, you, I ain't never got picked. So you I, never got picked. No, for real. I never got no, well, uh, knocking, knocking on wood. Hey, <laughs> explain to everybody what, what that is about the uh, the uh, all y'all go out to yeah, eat and y'all. Yeah, so it's credit card roulette. So you know everybody order you you drink how you want to drink, eat what you want to eat. You know, for example, we was in um, 
a Nusseret Salt Bay restaurant in Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had the steak. So somebody yeah. ordered a $1,700 steak. I believe yep. I had a steak for like 800 or something. Like The bill was like almost $6,000. Only like five people. Five mm-hmm. people. Yeah, and I think Neo, I think he only had a hamburger. And me and him wasn't. We, were, we, we, just, we just came just to come because, you know, to hang out with the guys. So mm-hmm. he was like, mm-hmm. well, you know, um, put your card in and you, you give your card to the waiter and okay. tell the waiter just to close his eyes, shelf for the cards. Okay. Whoever Pick did, one. Who, like, who, 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 the last card standing <laughs> as you paid for the bill. So you never got picked? Never got how, picked. How many, you ate, how many times you ate with him? Probably like, I ate with him all the time, but probably playing a game, probably like three or four times, honestly. That's oh, not that bad. Okay. It's not that bad at all. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, so, so man, so we gotta times. go. We gotta go gambling with you because it seems like you got good odds. <laughs> <laughs> you got some good odds. Just blessing. <laughs> yeah, man. That, but uh, that's awesome, man. That, that I, Mario, the restaurant they're talking about. Yeah, man, it's tight, and and you can easily, easily drop a thousand, buy a thousand dollars worth of food and drink in just one setting. Right, easy. And uh, but that but that place is pretty good. I like that place. Damn. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll go. They, they, they got one in Dallas. They got one in Dallas? Yeah, they got one in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, I'm in Dallas like pretty much every other week. And uh, so I've been watching him. You know, he's got the Miami one. He's got one uh, overseas somewhere. And uh, he just put one in Dallas probably last year, I think. Right. So, that's nice. That's why I try to stop in there and get the um, the lunch burger. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get the gold burger? <laughs> no, I don't get the gold burger or the gold steak, man. And this is a special occasion. But, right. But it's something to try. I'm not against it because I, I definitely will get it if it was an anniversary or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mario. Um, what else you got? Uh, you want to talk about? Oh, how how you want to talk about how you met your wife and everything? Oh, we get it. Don't matter. That's yeah, that's cool. cool. That's like how you met her, like at the event, and then you know how you know y'all y'all first started Airbnb, and then you know, it was like her idea, right? Not her idea. It was kind of like. I think it was my idea, honestly. Like right. I, had a, I, had, I had a friend. <laughs> Trade carefully. Uh-huh. Trade carefully. You say her idea or your idea? You got to give her some I, credit. I really, I think it was my idea, honestly, because I I knew the person that was doing it in L.A. <laughs> I'm messing with this joke. Yeah, he was doing it in L.A. Then I it, I just came came in my mind was like, hey, we can do this in New York just with your apartment, have it oh, paid yeah. for itself. Yeah, yeah, I heard this. You know, yeah, because she 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 was like when she was on Shan's podcast, she was like on the air mattress and she was like, you know, trying to get it back up. Yeah, we, we both was on the air mattress for real. Yeah, we both was on the air mattress. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so both of y'all were kind of down. At the same time, I would say I technically was down, but I was she was down, so I would say I was down too. You know, because I, you know, we together. Mm-hmm. So you know, if, the, if your partner down, you, you know, course. you, you got to go course. down too to pick them up. Of course. How long ago you think this is, or, or you know, how long? Back ago? in two thousand fifteen. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. Because I purchased our first house two thousand sixteen, so about a year after I purchased our first house. So how how long y'all was down? How long y'all was down? Like a couple of months. A couple months, about six months, probably on the air mattress, going you know going down. At the night, you know, the air mattress going down in the middle of the night, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., and waking up. <laughs> Fill it back it up, up in the middle of the night. Put tape so, on it. So y'all had a spot in New York and Atlanta? We had a spot. In, we had a, we had a spot. She, so my wife was standing in Atlanta before I was standing in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know, she was standing there, so I was going back and forth to see her. Mm-hmm. Then she um, decided to take her company, Cupcake Mafia. She wanted to expand it and it really take it to the next level. So she mm-hmm. partnered with this. Clothing, clothing yeah. company. Yeah, I heard the story. Right, right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but they had a bigger percentage of the partnership. So, I, thought, I thought she had sixty. Nah, she didn't have sixty. Maybe it was so like she, she 40, had forty. Like so she had forty. Forty-eight. Oh, and who, right. who's, who started it? Cupcake Mafia. Cupcake Mafia. My wife. So when she partnered with somebody, company, right? It was it was just, she just got beat out of the deal legally. You she think got, she got Steve Jobs? 
get beat out of the deal. Yeah. Like a lot of hopes. You yeah. know, contracts, you get the you get the black and white contract, then you know, you got a lot of hopes coming with that contract. Yep. But people don't which people are looking at that con that them, them hopes more than they looking at that black and white contract. You, you think understand? you think if she got a better lawyer, you think you think he could have like or you think they still would have took it from him if she got a better better lawyer? Cause, Cause she said like the the retainer was ten thousand, and you know she said that you know she picked him because she looked like he looked like her, so right. she thought you know they were gonna you know see eye to eye, but then he was more expensive than you know other lawyers. So I mean, I, I don't really think it's the lawyer. I think it was just the black and white, and I feel like that during that time there was a lot of stress on her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it really was you know when you stress, it's really hard to fight a lot of oh, things. I see what you know, but but we did go we did go back. Um, about a year or two years to buy the company back. Yeah, yeah. So I knew that she really wanted her company, so mm-hmm. you know she really went back and brought her company back. Y'all know? were able to accomplish that? Oh yeah, we did yeah. that for sure. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. most definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, most definitely. I was about to ask you that. Is she still? Is she still involved? Yeah, she, with yeah, she still got a. She she went and brought the company back. Awesome. Good. Good story. Again, another learnable, teachable. You learned right. something there. You know. But 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 honestly, it, it it was a blessing because that's how we. Started Airbnb because we never thought about. We you know we had. I had my own business, um, doing retail, mm-hmm. clothing store, and I had my rental property. So I didn't think about doing no Airbnb mm-hmm. until she she um, you know got fired from her job. Then she didn't want to stay in New York no more. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's decided to. We decided to okay, we're gonna put on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to break the lease, and we're gonna have it pay for itself. So we end up we end up making way more money, and we like wow, we could just do this in Atlanta. Like mm-hmm. get a condo apartment. Have it paid for itself. We still not thinking about business, like having an Airbnb portfolio. Mm-hmm. We just think about having a nice condo right across from Linda's Mall, mm-hmm. so that it can pay for itself. So yep. I started that, started making money, got a second, third, fourth, and so it was a blessing, like that she that awesome. everything happened, like yeah, out of necessity, right, it's right. A, it's a, something was born out of necessity. And again, I go back to that innate feeling in you. Nobody said, "Hey, man, this is what you do with that apartment." Right, you put it on Airbnb, so you figured it out. Even when, you know, even if it was a down area for you, I feel like entrepreneurs are always going to do that. They're going to figure it out and then figure out a way how to make money. I, I personally, I'm not scared of any failure. If I make a move on something, I'm sure you feel that way when you buy a house. I'm sure you feel that way when you're getting ready to set up a new Airbnb. You might gamble on a spot, you know, man, I don't know if this is going to work or not, but I'm going to gamble on it. And it's a calculated risk. And you know that if you get in trouble, you could find yourself out of pretty much anything you get yourself into. Right. But it, but it's, ne- it's never it's never a failure um, at all. It's just just learning. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you only fail if you ne- if you never try though. You know, mm-hmm. it's just learning. Like even when I even when I came across that that property that wasn't Airbnb friendly, I learned. So now I'm able to teach hundreds of thousands of other people. You know, now uh, to w- what to look for and what not to look for. So it's never like mm-hmm. a, fa- a failure at all. You know, that's right. Yeah. Are you gonna come to Houston with the Airbnb? Yeah, I love to come to Houston. Okay, cool. definitely. Like Houston is definitely like you know it's like a home feeling. So I really, I really love H Town a lot. That's cool, right? So like, what, what's the most expensive gift you got your your wife? <sighs> my, my love, <laughs> my love. Yeah. No price, no price. But if you had to put a dollar amount, probably. Yeah. Ooh, I did a lot for my wife. <laughs> no, just 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 one gift. Not at the same time. Just like. I bought a house. I bought a. I bought a, a home. That was, but really, that was last birthday. That when I brought her the Lamborghini, the Lamborghini Rolls Royce, Rolls Royce. Um, I didn't buy a private jet yet, but I, but I, but I flew her whole family down, surprise, and put them on a private flight. I mean, you know, to have dinner in the sky for her birthday, you know. And then once, once she landed back, 
at the private airport. We had a we had a I rented out the whole entire airport to have a private party inside there. Hey. And also had a Lamborghini truck waiting for, you know, when we landed. Then after that, I took it to a, like 10 minutes down the street where we had a fireworks show and I had Beyonce marching band come out and play, you know, play for her and then introduce her to Pink Rose Royce that I got her. I know pink was a favorite, favorite color, you, <laughs> you know. Went all out. I know. <laughs> so like, so you set the bar real high. <laughs> <laughs> was that like that was like seven figures, almost? I honestly, bro, I'm gonna be honest. I did, I, did, I, I mean, I didn't even add it up. For real? I, I didn't even add it up. Like, I didn't mm. even add it. Like even with the marching band, I just told him like, I was I was hunting for a marching band. And one marching band kind of canceled on the last minute, and they referred me to. Somebody who knew that new Beyonce marching band, but I when I, when I found out they was Beyonce marching band from Coachella, I was like her favorite artist is Beyonce. I don't care what they cost, I'm gonna pay it. <laughs> so I didn't even go through the whole list mm. of adding up how much. So you, you wouldn't try to, you wouldn't try to negotiate and get no discount, nothing. Just nah, not on that at all. Not mm. on that. Even the restaurant, honestly, um, I even recorded a conversation. The private there is a restaurant inside the private airport. They was trying to cancel out, cancel it on me on the last minute. It was like, hey, you know, I don't think we're gonna be able to do this. I know I got your deposit. I don't want to upset you, and um, and but I don't have too many um employees to like accommodate what you're trying to do. Like, like it's hard for it's, it's hard to you know to find employees right now. A lot of people is getting laid off, quitting. They're not coming back to work. So, you know, but I I, I told them I don't care about your food, or whatever. Like we just want to have it here. Like I still pay the regular price. Like you know, that's so loud. Yeah. Oh, so then you set the bar like way up here. Nah, I still got some more stuff for next year, man. So so next year's gonna be the jet, or you you got? I don't know what I'm gonna way. do, but I'm, I'm just always trying to beat my whole beat my whole self. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw um, on Instagram, man, you were uh, over in Dubai not too long ago. Matter of fact, like what a week or two ago? A week ago, yeah, or two by two weeks ago now. Tell us how to how to go. How was it? It was lovely. It was a last minute trip. I yeah. booked the flight Thursday for my family to go out. We was there Friday. Man, yeah, we was there Friday for the weekend. Yep. I really wanted to go somewhere tropical. Everywhere tropical I was looking at was the weather was wasn't bad, wasn't good at all. Raining and so you said, forget all that. Let's just yeah, go. Yeah, to- I look. Last thing was Dubai. I was like, wow, the weather's not too hot. Yeah, let's go to Dubai. <laughs> I haven't been in a few years. Like, yeah, awesome, man, awesome. I personally never been there, but it looked it looked awesome. You 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 took you made you made Dubai look. You think so? Ten yeah. stars. Yeah. You're so serious? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah There's a lot of stuff. Like I had, I had uh, one of my partners, Wall Street Trapper. Um, as soon as he saw me, I was over there. He was like, "Man, go skydiving, man. Do the skydiving. I want to do the skydiving, but I was like, man, I need to do something different. So I was like, I always wanted to take a a, a picture, a video with the lion in the back of the car. So oh, that's what you did. Yeah, I, I had, forgot I, about I that. Big, big, I forgot he had a real life. It, it was a liger. It's a lion and a yeah. tiger. In the back seat of a, right? of a of a Rolls Royce or something, wasn't it? Yeah, Rolls Royce. Yeah, in the back seat, just sitting there chilling. <laughs> and, and you, <laughs> right. So I, I see somebody. Did I see one of the Dubai, the one of the the Arab or the, the um, princes? Uh, right. One did, princes, did one yeah. of that. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I want to do that. I want to do that before. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I want to put that on my bucket list. So I was like, I need to go make that happen. Nice, nice. <laughs> Those are some of the things you could do when you have choices. Right. And you're not tied down to, you know, to a, to a corporate job. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with a corporate job. Or if you got I, passive income, that's now, right. you, now that's you're right. not, now they don't have control over you. You got control over that's right. your destiny and, that's right. That's and right. your time. What's your top five, uh, like what's your top five places to go that you've been to? Top five, Africa number one. Uh, ooh, Africa, wow. Yeah, Africa number one. Okay. Then probably Bali, Greece. 
Valley, Greece. Um, what else? What else? Those are the top three for sure. Like Japan a lot. Mm. Oh, Japan for real? Yeah, I like Japan a lot. Wow. Japan is, Japan is amazing. Have you seen them? They, they, they doing like the like the real life yeah, Mario yeah, Kart. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. All. They did, did that for did real. You, did you do I that? I didn't get to do that. When we go back again, I'm going to do it though. All right. Yeah, like I'm more I'm more Instagram, on Instagram now like with the content. So I'm like, oh, anything different? I'm like, I need to do that. I, know, like, I, saw, I saw that. I was like, oh, that's so live. That's yeah, so, so, so live. So I'm, I'm going to do that soon. Um, <clears throat> and my last one, I honestly, I like Mexico a lot, honestly. Like, I really like Mexico. Okay. I, I really do yeah. like Mexico a lot. So when did you, um, I guess, start taking Instagram as, would you call it your main platform right now? Yeah, that's, that's my okay. main platform. A lot of people find me from Instagram. So when did you start using Instagram? Um, like, it, Give us a date. Like, When did you say, this is what I'm going to start doing now? It was about two years ago, and it was definitely a transition for my life because coming from where I'm, you know, how I was before, you know, I was so off the scenes, like, mm-hmm still making money you know mm. so instagram like now is like kind of almost like a public figure mm-hmm. we go places people kind of like hey 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 like yeah. you know so like really kind of like no privacy no more you yeah. know even i'm going to my gym in the morning somebody <laughs> saying hey you, you look like zoe i'm like somebody else said that too I look like <laughs> zoe. Yeah. Like, oh yeah you need to watch his podcast he did he, he it was good he did on airbnb i, I just seen it. i was like for real somebody else said that too so it's like it's like no privacy no more. But at the same time, the good thing about Instagram is like you're able to reach out to some more pe- many people and help mm-hmm. people that you would never be able to come in, into contact with at all because the Wi-Fi is, I could talk to somebody in Dubai now, mm-hmm. which is, you know, off the radar. I'm only talking to people in my city or whoever I, wherever yeah. I go travel to, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, look at you here in Houston, Texas. Right. Off did, of, I think he made, I think straight off, me off Instagram. Straight mm-hmm. off Instagram. Right, crazy. Yeah. The, the Wi-Fi, the, the I tell people that y'all got to tap in this Wi-Fi money. Like, yeah. this where is that? Yeah, straight off Instagram. Fresh off the plane in Houston. Yeah, for sure. What's up? Hey, tell us about your, uh, that Grand Cordon uh, event. The Grand Cordon event was kind of like, honestly, like one of the first um, conferences that I really went, mm-hmm. that I really actually paid for out of my pocket for a VIP ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to conferences before, you know, you know, probably my wife is speaking or one of my friends speaking. Mm-hmm. I was like, they plus one, plus two, whatever. Mm-hmm. But that was like the first time I really paid, you know, I believe it was like $10,000 mm-hmm. for a VIP seat. Mm-hmm. But the conference was, it, it was okay for the speakers. It wasn't, you know, it was a lot of people showing their life stories. Were you, you know, there, I, were you there when Mayweather was there? No, I was there. Um, I think it was, not Mayweather. It was, was it, it was Peter was there. Pitbull was there. Um, That's my cousin. Right, Pitbull. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he was one of the he was, he was a, one of the good speakers that I really like. Yeah, he's, he, uh, Aaron, he he throws out a lot of good gems. Yeah, yeah he yeah. does. Like Aaron Rodriguez, he was there. They had a lot of good people. As far as the information I was looking for, I got it from one person that was there. I was like, wow. Even though the money I spent, the ten thousand, I, I, like I made my investment back. Like I know this can be able to make me a lot of money with this one piece of information. A lot of people don't realize that one piece of information can change your situation. Mm-hmm. You know, one piece of information can change your entire business and make hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, you know, yep. just by that one piece of information. Yep. And not only did that, I bet so many good people that I was able to make a lot of money with, you know, this yep. year. And that conference was this year right here. So the network, the network. That was in Houston? No, that was in actually in Florida. I think it was Miami or Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, was, I heard about the one in Vegas. But I didn't hear about that one. Right. Yeah, that was a 10 X conference. Mm-hmm. And like I say, um, I've been to other conferences that, to me, was a whole lot better. 
Like I, I, I like what uh, Earn Your Leisure did, honestly, yeah. Yeah. and not not to downplay Grant anything. You know, it was a good conference. Mm-hmm. But I like what Earn Your Leisure did. Um, I like what Circus CEOs did too with their conference. Like mm-hmm. as far as the information and uh, and how they how the platform was. Yep. I feel like it was good, but it was a lot of networks, a lot of connections that came from that Grant Cardone that I met in VIP. Cool. What's like your next platform like you would want to be on that that you like that you heard about? Uh, Oprah, of course. Oh, for <laughs> real? Oprah? Yeah, I want to be on. I want to be. I think Oprah's like the top when it comes down to a platform you can be on. Okay. You know the Oprahs and uh, on on that type of level, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, you 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 in your circuit, you know, this is kind of like similar to. You know, if you are if you're an artist, you know, you, you're doing your, your circuits where you go do your performances here, here, here. It's the same thing. So you've you've hit all the X's, you know, in your boxes. So next box and top. I'll get that Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah. Keep grinding until I hit that Oprah, you know. Holla at him. Tell us a little about tell us a little bit about your course. So my course is a um like, what does it all come with? Like what do people expect? Like do they deal with you personally, like right. stuff like that? So my air, I have different courses. Um, I have an Airbnb masterclass course, which um, it's a four week course, but you you can honestly take it in you know two days, depending on how how fast you watch all the videos, and they are pre recorded, which I do like because you can always go back and you know you know go back to a different so- t- topic or subject, and you also get the private mentorship group, which I'm in daily, and other experts. So after the course. If you need that additional support and help, you still have it, you know, inside of the course. Because, like I said, I lost a lot of money. I didn't have a mentor. Um, you know, I didn't know nobody that was doing Airbnb on the level that I was doing in that. Like, you hear people come across Airbnb girls, but I didn't have that um, mm-hmm. mentor or that mm-hmm. or that uh, that support, mm-hmm. which I know this, this course is definitely worth that and way more. You put a lot of work and... Um you know, pour yourself into creating that course for your, for yeah. your audience. Yeah, I gave it all. Good. And I'm always adding adding more value and content. Like, we probably meet up and talk about real estate. We probably talk about credit every now and then because I'm a credit coach. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I definitely always add value to my, you know, I believe in over-delivering. Because when you over-deliver, you get overcompensated. I believe, you know. That's right. Yeah. So I always believe in that. So always um, adding more value. And what they paid for, even though they already paid me one time already, mm-hmm. I still, you know, add in and I'm always yeah. there if they need my support. You took the words out of my mouth about adding value. I think that if you are selling anything to anybody, the more value you add to that customer, uh, it just goes, you know, miles and miles and miles. And you co- cultivate relationships that, like, you know, when you talked about the conference, cultivate relationships that eventually, at some point, will bring you money, income. Uh, down the road so man cheers to you yeah i appreciate that so much man and, I, and like my thing about it is you know these courses like I, I pour so much out but but at the same time it's like i get so much good feedback like so many people you know you know was able to quit their job mm-hmm. off of starting one airbnb and now they got five airbnbs now mm-hmm. they're making the money that they made at their job plus more so it's definitely a blessing to be able to like teach people about this passive income. And not only that, like train them on how to use OPM, use the bank's money mm-hmm. instead of doing it the hard way using, you know, your money, like tapping in on the bank's money because people that look like us, we wasn't taught, I don't know about y'all, but we wasn't taught about credit at the at the table. We was taught credit was bad for you. Mm-hmm. Like you get these letters, the credit card offers in the mail, yep. throw them away. We learned the hard way. Cause we didn't know, they yep. didn't know. Our parents didn't know. They was pushing us probably to go to college or go to school, get a job. Mm-hmm. Or, 
you know, played the safe way, but the safe way when we know now is not really safe. It's like really the no, it's not safe. It's really kind of scary. It's the biggest risk. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Yeah. Like you waking up, you don't know if your job gonna be there or not. You know, so teaching the, everyone that look like us about financial independency is my main concern that we know this information that's not being taught inside the school system. You yeah. know, I think that um, when it comes to teaching the young ones um, uh, financial literacy, also. Not necessarily, for example, of if you have a high paying job and, and you're making good money, don't quit that. Right. But put something away for yourself, because at some point that job won't be there forever. As you get older, we all know what happens now. That It's not the old days where you go to work, you retire from a company, they keep paying you, you just get old. Now it's you hit 45 years old, they're looking to kick you out and put the young guy in there and start paying him, and then right. what, you, what are you stuck with? Of course. There's, there's plenty of guys that I know that I personally know that are in their, their high 50s to get into their 60s where they still got a little juice in them to work, but nobody wants to hire them. And so if they had started making investments way back in their 30s, putting buying a property, buying this, buying this, doing Airbnb, taking that extra money and, and using it for something else, you set yourself up to be independent right. later on when you really need it. Of course. And then, and then like, we, like the seasons has changed. Like, like how you say, like us growing up, they had all these jobs, cashiers and, you know, mm-hmm. cooks. A lot of new jobs is like robots now and machines. Yep. You know, you go inside some of these fast food restaurants, you know, you don't even have to talk to a cashier. Sometimes you go, you go to that screen, punch your order in, mm-hmm. a cook, mm-hmm. or somebody's bringing your order right away. Yep. So a lot of those jobs, maybe, for example, when I was working at McDonald's, it probably was, Maybe 15 people working at a time. Now it's five. Now it's probably five people, maybe. A manager, two or three cooks, Mm -hmm. somebody on drive-thru. Yep. So it's like the time we're living in now, we have to have something that's working for us instead of us trying to have have our um, time working for us, you know? For sure. Totally agree. You soaking this all in? Yeah. Yeah. He got to. He got... I'm on him every day about that credit. Yep. I'm on my... um, Whole type, my whole family know about credit yep. and how to really use it. You know, anybody watching too? I'm a. I don't know when it's gonna be dropped. Like Wells Fargo at the credit card have a um, a special going on right now. We can get 15 months, I believe, maybe 18 months. I know at least 15 months with zero percent APR. So basically, that means you can go get approved for this credit card if your credit is a is a good shape, you know, and a good standard. But if it's not, definitely work on getting your credit right, and you can get take this credit card. And you can invest in something. You can invest in a theme unit. You can invest in an Airbnb all off the bank's money, like buy everything with that credit card. I mean, the furniture, the um, decor, the bar stools. I know places where I can go at and I can use my um, credit card and get a money order so I can use that money order for my first month rent or the deposit. And guess what? I use the bank's money like a lot of wealthy people are doing and they've been doing for decades and centuries. And now I have a, I have, I'm have, i using the bank money to create me a, yeah. a, a passive income investment, you know, in yeah. my sleep. So essentially, what you're saying is learn what you need to learn about Airbnbs or real estate. You know, right. this is this is a real estate based podcast. Learn what you got to learn. But what he's telling us is that we can essentially with a decent credit score, go get a credit card from Wells Fargo. Right. Get yourself fully in business to operate an Airbnb. I do it. I got three. They make money. Marvin's in real estate. He has his tenants. You got 45, 55 units right. that you rent out. And you can start with your first Airbnb unit with zero out of your pocket. Out of your pocket. That's right. I do it all the time. I do it, I, I do it all the time. And start cash flowing 
money on your Airbnb property, learning how to put a, a product to market, and of course, learning through your course right. how to do all those things, set up all the right structures, and then bam, you got income coming in every month outside of your job that you can start stashing away for. But even now- Oh, but I mean to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead. But, but not mm-hmm. only do you got income coming in, you also build your credit score up to a higher level because the highest, the fastest way, the quickest way to build your credit, your credit score, or your credit profile is by revolving credit, which That's is right. credit cards. That's right. You know, versus installment loans like you know a mortgage or auto loan. Credit cards is the fastest way to boost your credit score up. So, so then you, you know, get a higher limit, and you go do it again. Right. So you got a higher limit credit. So you got a higher limit. And not only that, some of these credit cards now, they are rewarding people. So now you probably have a whole bunch of free flights you can take because you use all those points mm-hmm. instead of using your cash and debit card to make that investment. And now you can take a free trip to Dubai off, all I, off the money that you I haven't you paid for, for a flight. Investment. I haven't paid for a flight in five years. Right. Not one flight in five years. And wow. I, I done flew everywhere you could think of. Yeah, I can believe it too. Yep. What, what do you off. recommend if uh, somebody has bad credit? Like if they want to if they want to start Airbnb but the credit shot, if they want to start Airbnb, most most of these um, companies uh, I can notice is that they know that the average credit rate, right? The average credit score right now is, I believe, in the U.S. is like a six twenty five or mm-hmm. six twenty. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't have good credit. You know, good credit is considered you know six eighty and above. Technically, seven hundreds. A lot of people like to see you at least in the mid sevens. So that I tell people, a lot of people ask like, how can I move my credit scores? Though, why my credit score is not moving? But that's because what are you doing? you're not developing no good habits. You mm-hmm. need to stop using your cash and your debit card for every single thing. And you start needing, you need to start using credit for everything. And some of y'all can't get, a, can't get approved for credit and it's okay, but start from the bottom. It's okay to start from the bottom because eventually, eventually you're going to be in the top. You know, when I say start from the bottom with credit, go get a secure credit card. Yes, a secure credit card. It's not an actual real credit card like you're using the bank's money most of the time. Is basically you borrowing money from your own money. So basically, instead of you going to the bank and you giving them a thousand dollars and you putting that on your debit card, you know, putting it in a checking account, and that's going inside the uh, that's going inside of you know that's attached to your debit card. You basically gonna go to the bank and say, hey, I want a secure credit card, and basically I'm gonna put my money up there, and that's gonna be the security deposit, and I'm gonna use my money. I'm gonna use the the the, the money I have now. Excuse me, I ha- I'm gonna use the money I have now. And use that on, you know, with this credit card that y'all gave me on this secure card, you know. So every month, that secure credit card is getting reported to the banks as if it was a real credit card. So after six months, a lot of these companies, a lot of people don't know after about six months, a lot of these secure credit cards get reported to all three bureaus. A lot of mm-hmm. people don't know. Mm-hmm. But after six months, they will a lot of times approve you for a higher limit or they'll give you a new, an actual real credit card. So now you can really start building credit that way. What, what credit cards do you recommend starting off? Like, like say if they got their credit scores like 660, like starting off, like what, what would be your, what would be your blueprint? Like starting off, like say first you get the chase or first, and then you get the Wells Fargo. Like what, what would you recommend? Like starting off? So a lot of these companies have secure credit cards. Like I know um, Chase have, have, have some good ones that mm. I recommend. Discover have a discover secure credit card that they can start with. The, the issue that we run into a lot of times is people don't, they want the fast results. They don't really don't, they really don't want, they want that 800 credit score, but they really don't want to put that work in, mm-hmm. which I, I noticed and I've seen it before. And y'all probably seen it before where guys go get their credit fits and repair. They got a Range Rover. Yep. Next, six months down the line is getting repossessed. Right? <laughs> and they looking sad now, you know? Yeah. So that's why I was like, I want to train. 
when I hate to cut you off, no. when they would have applied what you teach, right, and had the Airbnb pay for that Range Rover, right? Of course, Bam. like they talk about in Rich Dad Poor Dad. That's right, right, right. Oh man, mm. we look, we could go on for days, right, on this stuff. There's a lot of a lot of good information, a lot of good gems, uh, but we're we've been uh, close to an hour now. I think that uh, if if the folks out there in the audience keep following you, uh, keep listening to the gems, follow Mario. Thank you, uh, yeah, Mario. Where so, you at? What's what's your uh, handle on Instagram? Instagram Real Estate Guru PK, um, Twitter Real Estate Guru K, and then I think I'm on Facebook Real Estate Guru PK, and then my regular Facebook name is Landlord PK. Because I mean, this the stuff that he's telling us is. <sighs> Right up top with all the cream. So, Appreciate man, it. you y'all guys got to go tap into what he's saying. I hate to use the word tap in because it's so cliche. Yeah. But listen to what people are saying. There's successful people out there that look just like you and just like me. And they're sitting right here. And then the next generation is sitting right here that's going to be doing the exact same thing. We're sitting here talking about credit and money and getting Range Rovers for free. Right. Right. What's this 13-year-old going to do? When he's 16, 17, 18. You don't have no yeah. choice up there. <laughs> what you, what? I want to say something. Go ahead, man. If your kid's watching this, I want you to tell them this when they get older. You don't got to go to college to be successful. He didn't go to college. Right. My mom ain't go to college. She only went to college for like one year. And they both own their businesses. That's right. I got half of the school pulling me out of my classroom asking me, can your dad help me with my credit? <laughs> yep. And they went to college. Yep. So basically, you don't gotta go to college to be successful. Or if you have your mind fixed, log on to these classes, you'll be great. Man, you're a natural born salesman. <laughs> I'm gonna piggyback that and say you're looking at a man that runs a company that's huge, that's in the multi millions annually that never finished high school. Right. That's me. So oh, nice. It, it, it's, nice. it's all about who you know, what you know, right. and then your determination, determination to get to a goal. Yeah, simple, man. Go. It's simple. It's simple. Right. So I think we can wrap up the show. What do you plug, think? Plug, plug, oh. your, plug yourself yeah. in. Plug yourself in. Like the, your IG, your, uh, everything you want to. I got you. Yeah, everything. I got you. So if you want to learn more, you could definitely can find me on Instagram, on IG. You can find me at Mrs. O the Goat. That's M R Z O T H E, the Goat. Mrs. O the Goat um, on, on Instagram. I'm on there every single day. If you go, matter of fact, if you go right now, you probably you probably talk to me right now. Just send me a DM, send me a message, and definitely, um, definitely follow me for sure. Well, we're gonna wrap the show up uh, on YouTube. It's Real, Real Estate, Estate Guru PK. Real Estate Guru PK. Follow. Please like, subscribe, subscribe keep watching for more content. We're going to try our best to bring you people like Zoe that are making real moves out there. Um, so that's all I got, man. We'll wrap it up. Yeah, nice. Cool.